the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. And as hopefully you most likely know, because we've been on about 10 years, um, the real estate market was so hot the last couple of years. I mean, who would think that that the pandemic would just kind of make real estate kind of go off the wall? I've been in the business over 30 years, and I never saw a market as busy or as crazy as the last two years. Uh, so that was uh, actually a good thing. The only that was a good thing that came out of the pandemic. Uh, I never expected that, nor did I expect the market to go crazy. But people were moving; they needed more space, and uh, the market was crazy. And there was many days that there'd be fifteen bids on one house, and everybody like if you if you didn't have a perfect offer, or you tried to lowball, or you you didn't, you know, have all cash in many cases. You were out. So um, we're in a good market still, but we're kind of in a slowing market, a cooling market. Not slowing. I wouldn't say the word slowing. It's healthy. It's what I call a return back to normal. And I say this to you because I have, I read, I do a lot of, you know, I'm on the ground, hands-on to real estate, so I know pretty much what's going on. I'm not suddenly, I never sat at a desk or in an ivory tower. Um, however, when I read the papers and I read what it's saying, it says, be careful, recession, uh, you're going to be losing. I, I read something that if you have stocks, you're going to lose half your net worth, you'll be poor. It's, they were comparing to the depression what's going to go on. Now, look. You nor I nor any of these people have any, uh, at least the last I checked, they're not God. And so the only one who knows what's going to happen is God. But we want to keep you as prepared as possible. It is still a healthy market out there. And the reason it is, just so that you know, is supply and demand. We, When you have supply and you don't have a demand, then you have what we call a buyer's market because the sellers don't have enough, there's not enough buyers to buy the property, so the sellers have to do a lot of, you know, they got to kind of give in and work work with the, with the buyer to make things happen. When you have more demand than you have supply, that's when you have a seller's market, and the buyers really had, you know, no negotiating room at all. 
Um, you know, there'd be, and I'm, I'm not kidding you. I, I don't exaggerate. There's to be 15 offers on on a on a on a deal. So then people would email or call or write and say, "Daddy, how do I even stand to get a deal? Because I don't have all cash." And obviously, if you're a seller, the best deal you could get is an all cash deal because there's no contingencies. So today, I would see the end of the summer, and I'm caught up in that myself. So I kind of want to be light. I don't want to be too heavy-duty. But I do want to talk a little about some of the tips on buying and and if you're in the market now. And I, I, I absolutely think it's a good time to buy. And we'll get through that in a little while. We'll talk about that with Tom Drew. But, hey, Dottie, I, I have a question I think uh, that might help. I didn't even introduce you, Tom, but I just want to introduce <laughs> you because we all love Ace. We both, Tom and I, have worked with Ace forever, and uh, he's, you know, got this new thing that he's going to be doing, um, and we all wish him well, but I want you to get to know Tom, like you do Ace, because he's, Tom used to fill in anytime Ace couldn't be here, and Tom is, is a dynamo also, and I, I told you I value his opinion, and I want you to be able to write to us, I mean, if you if you want um, some of you call in, and as I said, if you're driving, I'd really rather you not call in. I'd rather you email us. But if you have questions, because, you know, when I started the business, you know, Tom, it was like 20 it was 30 years ago. Here's my training. There's um, three houses. You show them a good one, a bad one, and kind of a middle-of-the-road one. Save the good one either first or last and they'll buy one of them and um you know and 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 it was just not such a complicated business other than two people could maybe sometimes agree like sometimes they would really want something different you know and they really hadn't talked about it enough or in many cases tom they they had in-laws that were putting the down payment down and so the in-laws had to come. And maybe the in-laws really didn't want to give them the money, so they kind of put everything down. But it's a very sophisticated time. Everyone knows about real estate. I call it the universal language. And I want you to know, Tom, and I want you to also feel free, any, any, any mortgage questions, anything about financing, you can email us at the radio show or you can email me um, at uh, dottieherman.com. Or, you know, you can get me on Instagram, on Dottie Herman, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm telling you, social media keeps me busy like two or three days a week. And if I'm behind on answering you, it's because I'm really doing it myself. Wish I would love somebody else to do it for me, but it's impossible because people would write, this isn't the really, this is not the real Dottie Herman answering this email or this um, social media. I know it. And truthfully, when you get to listen to somebody so many years and you hear them and you know them, then you know their personality and you know who they are. And if someone kind of answers them not in their style, then you kind of know. So I do them myself and Tom will be doing them. So we, we want you to know we, we, we're here to help anything you need and always ask questions. That's what you want to have a winning team. Okay, and you've got you've got a winning team with us with Steve. Although I think he's not going to be here today because I think he is away. Um, Steve, who is probably one of the brightest attorneys I know, 
Tom, who is, besides all the people that he he wants, is probably one of the best mortgage guys I know. And as I said to you, I don't just say it. I use citizens. And um, he's got a wealth of knowledge. So just always feel free that you can, if you can't call, you can email us. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletters at www.dottieherman.com. That's www.dottieherman.com. I promise you they'll be valuable. Um, And, of course, you can listen to any of the past shows on the App Store. So, um, if you if you miss something or you want to go back because you heard it, but you really want to rehear it, you can always do that. So we have a great well, show Daddy, for you. So, yeah, Daddy, I'm thrilled to be here. And uh, I, I did have one question for you, though, because I know you're the expert in real estate. Um, so you were talking about the market and, you know, how it went from kind of a, you know, a seller's market and it's transitioning maybe more to a, a balanced market. What's the how many months of inventory would you say you'd have in a normal market? Um, I yeah, that's a good, that's a great question, and it really is, Tom. In a normal market, you would probably have up to six months inventory. And we at this moment in time now, I cannot speak for all of the United States because it would be impossible to know every single state. I mean, I can send you that information if any if anybody's looking to move out of state, you know, we can help you there. We can give you the information. But I would say that we have about two to three months inventory now. Now, it is the summer. And remember something. Not everybody goes to camp, but a lot of kids went to camp, and so they just got back last week. School starts, and depending on where you live, I think Florida might have started already, um, the Northeast, it's you know Labor Day comes late this week, but I think the kids are going back before Labor Day. It really depends on where you live. But anyhow, school starts again. People are going to be busy getting their clothes for their kids, getting them ready. Their their you know their supplies, okay. And so, so the market usually in the last couple of weeks of the summer kind of cools a bit. You know, because people are just preoccupied with other things, and it's the end of the summer. So in actuality, Tom, it's a good time to buy. There's less people looking in the last week or two, and I would say it'll pick up probably the second week of uh, September. Usually this is the summer, end of the summer doldrums, but if you have a home on the market, a lot of people are out and visiting, and if you do an open house during the Labor Day weekend, if somebody's bored or they're, they're visiting a friend, and that friend bought a house somewhere, maybe they want to buy a house, it's it's not a bad idea to do an open house. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea. But, Tom, to answer your question, about six months is average. We have two to three months um, inventory, which means that's not a lot. So there's not a lot out there. I, I would tell you that more stuff is hitting the market as, you know, it goes on. But now with interest rates, what are the interest rates now? Yeah, so this past week we were uh, we saw on Friday them creep up to about five point seven five percent, still below six percent, um, and still historically very low. So um, I would say that's not a not a hindrance no, to going out there I, and looking and, and buying. Well, you're so right. It's not a reason that people should not 
be looking for houses because historically, you're you're so on the money. It is I I paid fifteen percent. I took an adjustable. Okay, it's still low, but if you read papers, okay, or you read, it's like the end of the world. It's like people are going to be blown out of the house market, housing market, high interest rates. Things have gone up so much. Um, it, it makes it like it's the doom and gloom. And I say to myself, my God, I wish that when I was buying my first house, um, that I could have gotten an interest like like an interest rate like this because it was unheard of. Well, listen, the headlines are always going to be you know more extreme than reality, right? Because they're trying to grab your attention. So you'll you know you'll read it and kind of maybe just spend all your day worrying. But you're absolutely right. It's not it's not something to panic over. Not something concerned about. Um, you know, any kind of correction is healthy, right? You know, things can't just keep going up indefinitely without a pause or a correction. And uh, you know, when you see it, that's a great opportunity to jump in and uh, take advantage of it. Well, you know, Tom. We're really, if you think about it, and, you know, again, I try to tell you when something's a fact and something's my opinion, but it's my opinion, as it is of many, that we are kind of in um, uncertain times. Um, I don't usually get into politics, but I don't know if this president really has a direction. Um, No one knows how that uh, act that he put together for the inflation is going to work. I mean, it's yet to be seen. Uh, you know, I thought he was a, a real good guy, and I thought that he uh, was around the White House enough to really have picked up a lot. But unfortunately, I think he's not well, and I really don't think he's well, and that's just my opinion. And so I, I'm not sure where he's – and I'm not sure if his message is that clear, that he articulates a direction. And you know something – I have found in leadership, you know, you if you articulate a direction, even if you're wrong, but if you say it with confidence, people will kind of believe it and people want to follow. And I kind of think we're kind of in uncertain times. You know, uh, I just listened to a, a thing on the Internet, Tom, and it said, if you have money invested in the stock market, something horrible is going to happen. You're going to lose half your wealth. You're not going to have any money. And it went on and on and on. And I I wanted to shut it off because I was bored out of my mind listening to it. But then I said, well, what if this guy is saying something that I'm not aware of? And, you know, he goes in for all his reasons on why this we're going to have a bust. And he compared it to the Depression. And he compared it to the Depression, and maybe it was 2000, I'm not sure, 2007, 2008, when we had that whole problem. I don't see it that way because the millennials are, that's the largest population of people that are buying homes. Um, They're having kids. The youngest millennials are just starting. The older millennials are probably on their second home already, and they believe in real estate. And, uh, you know, and rents are not a bargain. So, you know, it's not like you save so much money renting. Matter of fact, you probably spend more. Um. But he, but they talked about the interest rate hikes, and they're making kind of that the headlines, Tom. Um, they're like, oh, interest rates are up, they're going up, and they had um, 
you know, we have no job shortage, although they can't. We have plenty of jobs, which is not a sign of a, of a recession when you have a right. lot of jobs. So that's one thing that – and then but they had James Powell, um, who um, he restated. I, I, mean, I listened to his speech ten times already. It was very short. And basically, you know what he said, Drew? He said, Tom, I keep – I like the name Drew, too. You could name – you could have either name. <laughs> so, no, I like the name Drew as the first name, and I like Tom. So that's – you have a great name. But in any event, you can um, – what he basically said in 10 minutes was, look, you might be suffering, Americans, some real pain because I am going to be really doing what I have to do, raising the rates until we, we get this inflation under control. And he has inflation. For, his goal is to, to, get, to, to get inflation at about 2%. Mm-hmm. And well, so here's the thing. I, in, and if you look, inflation has peaked already, right? And it's on its way down. Um, it's you know nowhere near where it needs to be, but it's it's already crested, right? And it's on its way down. And and I think there's other there are other forces at play that are helping to drive it down, along with the Fed. Look, the Fed has really one tool, right? All they can do is raise rates to help control inflation. But there's plenty of other things that are happening you know, uh, parallel to that, that are going to help drive those costs down. But of course, it's not happening fast enough. And we all wish it it would. But at the end of the day, um, I think we'll see a a pretty big decrease in inflation, say over the next uh, 12 months, which will calm the seas and, you know, kind of right everybody. And, you know, this will all be history and it will be like, oh, gee, (laughs) the pandemic. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't know if they will still be reading books in 30 years. I mean, I mean, they'll be doing something. Maybe they'll be buying them on the metaverse, which, Tom, we have to talk about that because I want citizens to open a bank on the metaverse, okay? But in any event, one thing you can know is whatever kind of history books or whatever, this pandemic, when you think about it, because I'm, I'm hoping that we're kind of seeing – that it's going to be around, but it's going to be more like a flu, which is not good. Some people die from the flu, but and not anything like we we experienced. I think it's changed us all, and I think that we'll read about it. Because let me ask you, Tom, when you first heard about a pandemic, it was, I think it was in Italy at the time. I don't really think it hit the United States. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I I honestly um, had some deep concerns, right? Because the the news or what the information you're being given was um you know, it bleak. was like dire, right? It was like yeah, it was bleak. millions of people are gonna be dying, right? And right. so that's that's the panic that they instilled in everybody, right? So I remember running out to the store like just I don't know, a few days before the governor shut down, you know, the state more or less. And yeah. it was it was so it was like an out of body experience, right? Like being in the store with masks on and trying to, you know, Oh wait, make sure Tom, I want enough. you to finish that story, but we're coming up for a commercial break. So hold those thoughts and you'll finish the story. It'll be a little cliffhanger. We'll be right back with taking a quick break and then we'll be talking to Thomas True.
I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle. When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Visa USA Inc., a Visa Inc. company, currently has multiple openings for client consulting managers, reference 49612G in New York, New York. Job duties include design and develop procedures to deliver strategic consulting services to key visa clients, participate in interviews, analyze confidential client data, and summarize key findings to assist management. Up to 30% domestic travel required. Position reports to the Visa New York, New York office and may allow for partial telecommuting. Qualified applicants should apply by emailing resume to uscareers at visa.com. Must reference job code. The guests are the greatest on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Professor Alan Dershowitz is on the line. Let me tell you, I want you to be the next mayor of New York. I want you to be in public life. You owe the people of this city your talent, and you've given it to them in many directions, but I think holding public office would be a great contribution to the city. The Arthur Idala Power Hour, every weekday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Imagine you're relaxing on the sky deck of a beautiful yacht as it cruises through New York Harbor. The iconic skyline creates a picturesque backdrop as you sip a delicious summer cocktail with your feet up, taking in the sun and scenic views, finding refuge from traffic that plagues the tri-state area. On board, a tranquil cruise. Sounds like an impossible dream, right? Well, all of this can be your reality on board the Atlantis with New York Cruises. Fully insured and Coast Guard certified, this three-deck yacht is 
family owned and operated with over 40 years of boat building and marine experience captain fred and the atlantis will make any event a great time comfort luxury attention to detail it's what the atlantis and new york cruises are all about experience the sophistication of cruising around manhattan in style on your wedding day birthday anniversary corporate event or you know what for no occasion at all call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com continuing with eye on real estate your premier source for real estate information here's the host of eye on real estate the vice chair of douglas elliman Dottie herman good morning and i'm here with thomas drew and we're talking about today where does the market stand today Okay, not, okay, and, and Thomas was in the middle of a story. We were talking about, you know, um, the pandemic and how no one really expected it to be, what it, how lo- it lasted long. I didn't expect that. And, Tom, you were just telling me a story that what, what did you think when you found out it was going to be like a month or something? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I mean, they certainly made it sound like um, it was kind of a dire situation, right? And, uh you know, you had to run out to the store before they shut down everything. And I recall going to one of the supermarkets with, you know, grabbing two carts and trying to fill it with everything I could and then texting family and friends that, hey, this store has this or this store doesn't have that or, you know, whatever. And those are the kind of communications that were going on. And, um, you know, everyone was hoping you could, well, you know, everyone will lock themselves down for a couple of weeks or whatever the time frame was and everything will be fine. Right. It'll all pass. And you know, we'll move on. Well, it it certainly didn't uh, happen that way, right? And But we have, we found a way to, to still do what we had to do, right? Manage uh, business. I mean, real estate, I, I know realtors that were selling houses over FaceTime, right? And, uh, you know, finding out creative ways to still do business. And uh, so, you know, given all that, we still found a way to do what we needed to do. And uh, yeah, things have definitely changed, but the one thing that didn't change, I think, is just the tenacity of people and their ability to adapt to, you know, all kinds of situations. That's what that's what left the biggest impression on me after all that. And we sure are willing to adapt. By the way, we are joined also this morning where uh, we, we really um, have someone who's been on the show uh, since the beginning, I think, Peter Conti. Good morning, Peter. Hey, good morning, Dottie. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. We're just talking about, you know, you know, I've been reading, you read so much, and we're kind of in times that are, I would say, uh, uncertain. Like, uh, I think Jonathan Miller put it best when he said, it's still a relatively brisk market, but we're not seeing the insanity. And when I say the insanity... 2021 in the real estate business was insane across the country. I mean, just insane. I've been in business 30 years. I've never seen anything like it. So anything less than that, if you're comparing it to a market that was, like, not real, I mean, it was just crazy. There was 15 offers on things, and everybody was looking to get more space or move someplace else. And, of course, with the pandemic, where you don't necessarily have to always be in the office and you could work at home a little bit. You know, people's priorities change. So I think that for all of our listeners, I'd like to kind of give you perspective of what's really going on now 
not what you're reading because the way you're reading, because I, I read all these articles, and it sounds like it's doomsday because the interest rates went up. Now, the interest rates went up, but they also went down a bit. And um, I was talking to Tom, and when you have low unemployment, and we don't, we have very low unemployment, They people are trying to get people to work, uh, and 80% of, of the jobs that were lost in New York actually have been recovered. Um, we're really in a pretty decent market. I just call it a return to normalcy. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot return to normal. I'm seeing the subways full again. Offices are getting full again. It seems like the city's coming back. From my perspective, um, I do know rental market. The rental market in the city is absolutely booming. Um, I just heard of someone paying. I think the ask for rent on a one bedroom was three thousand dollars. They're mm-hmm. paying four thousand two hundred a month. And that's yeah. that's in the city. And now my best friend actually just bought a house in Jersey and um the asking price was four four ninety nine. He he put in an offer for six hundred thousand and he got it. So the, the and wait a second, housing Let's market just, in- and stop. Stop. Because I think people think we make this up. But the truth is you just said he, he the house was listed at four ninety nine? And he put an offer in for six, did you say? Yeah. I, okay. I, I, and he got it. Okay. Not. Yeah. But that's what's been going on. People have been insane, okay? And so now I think what we're what I don't know, like when when your clients um ask, what what like what's the frequently question your clients ask you? Why do I need insurance? And after I explain that to them, (laughs) then I tell them how much, or they ask how much insurance they need. And um, really, that that comes down to the rebuilding cost of the house. And that has gone up tremendously with labor costs and inflation going up and the price of goods going up as well. So that's another tough conversation you have to have. Right after you put in an offer over ask, now you have to talk to your insurance broker, and your insurance is probably going to be a little bit higher than you projected. True. Would you would you suggest that people who have had homeowners insurance for a while, um, and look, if you bought a house in the last couple of years, first of all, if you bought a house years ago, you certainly have a lot of equity. But even if you bought a house in the mm-hmm. last couple of years, the prices went up, I think, close to 20%. I think about 18 20%, which is crazy um you know if they go up three to five percent that's good so you do have equity and do you suggest that somebody uh if they had their insurance like how often should you go and readjust your insurance let me ask you that like if you think your home's gone up a lot sure every every three to five years every three to five years you know there's a huge call your insurance broker every three to five years Ask if your home is adequately insured. And also ask ask if there are any new carriers that have come into the market that are changing things around. For example, three to five years ago, I would have placed you with one carrier, but now we've had new carriers enter the market, old carriers leave, the rates have shifted. So there's potential. Even though you may need more coverage, 
we could find a better carrier for you, and you could actually end up paying less for insurance for more coverage. So it's a win-win on both my insurance part and my part because I have a happy customer. That's true, and you need insurance, and that's something I keep on telling you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you a call. As soon as the holidays are over, I think I need a readjustment um, mm-hmm. because things have gone up. I mean, look, if you're a seller, that's great. Um, but you know what else we're finding? And, Tom, I don't know if you're seeing this. Um, I did a, an interview with John Kazmatidis yesterday about the real estate market. And so he said to me, Dottie, but, you know, builders, they, 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 you know, they're, they're slowing down. It's not that they're slowing down. They just can't build enough. <laughs> they just can't build it up, and you know, you have to be, you have to be on the market. You have to be on the market, and and you have to know what's going on now. And so, basically, just to end this for all of us, and with Tom, myself, and you, just to go on to move on. How do you begin if you're buying? The market that we just came out of was an unreal market. And I guess if you're a seller, that's great. If you're a buyer, you got in. And right now, it's kind of the end of the summer, and at least in the Northeast, the end of the summer means uh, colder months are coming, so kind of everyone celebrates. So it's kind of like the next couple of weeks, I think, will be a little slow, but if you have your home on the market and someone comes to see it, I'm telling you they're probably serious buyers. Uh but these are but 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 I think um if you're going to be considering a house and this is your first house um you you, you first of all work on your credit score right I mean everyone needs to have their credit score look at some of the you know have your credit score you could do it online and see if anything shows up because there are known to be mistakes in credit scores and you don't want to wait till you apply for a mortgage before you do the credit. And Tom, do you counsel you counsel people well before they're actually? Don't you recommend they do this before they actually find their house? Oh, one hundred percent, Dottie. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, because there are certainly some things that somebody can do to help raise their credit score uh, beforehand, right? You know, um, the FICO model is, although it has a little bit of mystery to it. There's definitely some very obvious things that you can do um, to help improve your credit score before you actually, you know, go to contract right. and, and need a commitment on a mortgage. We're going to talk a little about after the commercial on what you can do to help your credit score. Um, we'll be right back after a two-minute break. The following is a paid political announcement. 
Sunday mornings just got a lot more interesting. Be sure to tune into Frankly Speaking with Frank Palata, Republican House candidate for U.S. Congress representing New Jersey's 5th District. Frank will be discussing the issues of the day that affect everyone, the economy, crime, veterans affairs, seniors, border security, and much, much more. Don't miss it. Frankly Speaking, Sunday mornings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Frank Palata, and I approve this message. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. The guests are the greatest on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Professor Alan Dershowitz is on the line. Let me tell you, I want you to be the next mayor of New York. I want you to be in public life. You owe the people of this city your talent, and you've given it to them in many directions, but I think holding public office would be a great contribution to the city. The Arthur Idala Power Hour, every weekday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune in to Broadway at the Russian Tea Room, Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're we're talking about oh the market and you know not what it was a week ago, not what it was two years ago, not what it was a month ago. 
where the market is right now. So you need to listen to this if you're going to be selling a house. You're going to be looking, needing to listen to this if you are hearing this, if you're going to be looking for a home. And then for those of you who just want to kind of know about real estate, uh, you want to know about this because, you know, I, I know a lot of friends tend to give advice and sometimes they heard a part of the advice and maybe, or maybe it's advice for them, but every case is very different, okay? So you have to go by speaking to the, the people that are the experts, okay? So, and that's what I have on. I have all my experts on today. So they'll be giving you good advice on how much you should insure your home and how the uh, mortgage market is looking now. Now, I told you, as I said, Jonathan Miller couldn't have said it any better. He does the market reports for Douglas Elliman. And he's saying we're, it's a brisk market. So when you're reading, because sometimes when you read, it sounds like it's the end of the world. Um, but it's not the insanity of 2021. And um, he basically says it's a mixed message. There's no direct pattern that says the high end is weaker or stronger than the low end. It's very choppy. It's just that you could see a bit of pullback, either overall decline in contracts or a lower than expected increase in contracts. And we are seeing that. Um, we're pretty much down in contracts everywhere, but we're coming off a year that was an insane year. So being down in contracts, comparing it year over year, really is a false picture because we're still doing pretty, you know, we're still doing a lot of contracts. It's just when you compare it to 21 where everybody was just kind of moving, it's a it's a, it's a, a big difference. And so then we were saying, okay, if you're looking for a house and you're new, you need to work on your credit score. That's the first thing. So, Tom, how would you uh, say people should start doing that? Call you, call somebody in Citizen? Yeah, I mean, you certainly can start out with a mortgage professional, um, and it's it's never too early to make that call, right, just to start having those initial conversations, even if you're 12 months out. Uh, because, you know, as a mortgage professional, we're used to looking at credit reports and, um, you know, giving advice on some things you can do to help improve the credit score. And, you know, credit score really plays a big factor in the interest rate you're going to pay, right? And whether or well, not you people qualify. realize that. I don't know if people realize that if, you're, if your credit isn't great, whatever interest rate you might have been able to get, you won't get because that's the, the, the best interest rates are saved for the people with the best credit, correct? Correct, yeah. And that the, your, your Tier 1 credit, um, which is considered the best credit, starts at 740 and above. And that's in the FICO model that starts um, as low as 300 and goes up to 850. So 740 and above is considered tier one credit that gets you the best interest rates. And typically, that's what the banks advertise, right? When they put an interest rate out there, if you read the little disclaimers they put, it's, it's those rates are usually set aside for, you know, your tier one uh, credit score borrowers, right? And I think as you start right. going below a 740, the interest rate starts to climb, and in many cases, it can climb quite a bit um, above, you know, whatever that published rate is. So it, it's critical to uh, not only getting the best deal, but, you know, also getting a payment that's affordable, right, at, at the end, because you don't want to let a little mistake on your credit or maybe some 
you know, something like a, a high balance on a credit card, you know, versus your limit being the reason why your score is 80 points lower than where it possibly could be. Right. So those are the kind of things that you want to learn about ahead of time, have that conversation and say, Hey, you know, for the next 12 months, I'm on, I'm going to set up a plan of how I pay down debt on my credit cards or, you know, even other loans you might have and save some money for, you know, to put towards a down payment. And nowadays, you don't need to put 20% down, right? You can put a, a lot less than that with many different programs out there. Right, that are available right. To, to borrow. Which we certainly will get into different types of mortgages as we progress with this show over the next couple of weeks. But as Tom said, a good credit score. Now, again, if you're, this is, we're talking about first-time buyers, and if you're a parent or a grandparent and you're listening to this, you can share this with your uh your uh, uh, the, the the your family that are trying to buy a house, but if you're twenty something, you probably are busy. You just got out of school. You're you know either looking to get meet somebody. You're trying to figure out what you want to do for a profession because just going to college doesn't mean that's going to happen. But more than seventy percent of Generation Z, now Generation Z, the millennials are the biggest block. That's before them, and the new generation is Generation Z, and that is people that were born after 1997, and they want to buy a home also. So if you're thinking of buying a home, what you want to do is starting to prepare for it, because of that Generation Z, 43% plan to buy a home in the next five years, with 45% of them already saving for their dream home. And if you're a seller, just remember that. There's plenty of buyers that are going to be out there, and you want to get your home attractive and cleaned up and and, and appealing to that generation. Um, even though buying your 20s is early because the typical first-time home buyer is usually in their early 30s, but if you are smart and you start preparing for this ahead of time, you might end up buying in your 20s. I know I did. And um, I didn't have a lot of money, but my father was kind of, got to buy a house. You got to, don't take that vacation. Um, but, you know, in your 20s, you're considering your first home purchase. And so here are the crucial factors that not only first-time buyers should take it into account, but everyone should. A good credit score, and as Tom said, um, you know, in the 70s is great, but People that are younger tend to have lower credit scores because um, they haven't had much credit. People in their 20s may not have the opportunity to establish credit, so you want to establish credit. So you should work on that. And I don't know, I can't vouch for this, but some some people say to open another line of credit along with your raising your credit scores, and this part should help you do that. I don't know, Tom, is that true, to have two lines of credit? It is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like I said, if you look really study the the FICO model, right, Sarah Isaac and Company's model, you know, three to five trade lines is like ideal, meaning like a variation of you know a couple credit cards, maybe you have a you know a student loan you're paying off, a car loan, all those things kind of feed into the model to create uh, the credit score, and obviously paying things on time keeping your balances low, um, and then the length of time that you've had those things open also helps contribute. So the longer something is open, the higher it it you know pushes up the credit score. 
Um, yes. So if you're just starting out, you're young, you know, you can add a few. I mean, certainly the major credit cards are better than some of the you know, the, the minor or store cards, but but everything helps. And it's just really, it's, it's demonstrating to, to the FICO model that you are a responsible borrower. You know how to, you know, use credit wisely and pay it on time. And, and that all helps contribute to the credit score. Yeah. Hey, so hey guys, you, and you also want to make, score? yeah, you know, you know, this is really a funny story, guys. Um, I was, I, I don't know, I was on some television show, so you wait till, you know, you're on, you sit in this green room, and, you know, and then you see what's on TV, what's actually live right before you go on. So they had this guy who had a dating service that was on, and he did it by credit scores. Like, in other words, not by, like, who you are or how old you are. <laughs> it was because he said the biggest arguments are if, like, say somebody's a spend you know, a spendthrift, and the other person's conservative, and they don't know that before time, they really can get into some nifty arguments. So if you're going to look for a home or you're going to determine how much you want to spend, I will say this. It's not only what you can afford, it's how you want to live. So come up with a number of how you want to live um, and then go and speak. I highly recommend that you speak to... Tom or somebody at Citizens and find out actually what you can afford, what the bank will lend you, and then also what you yourself are comfortable in spending. Because really that's key. Maybe you could afford more, and maybe you don't want to spend it. So it it, it really depends a lot lot about that. And how about insurance? Should they do that after or? Yeah, that's that's what I was looking to say before. So with insurance, we actually insurance is partly credit based. I've seen the difference on a policy um, that you know I, the insurance policy I have is eight hundred fifty dollars, but if I try and sell that to someone else who has worse credit than me, I've seen it go up to eleven hundred dollars. So there's a big difference if you have a good credit score. It shows that you're more of a trustworthy person, and technically. You know, insurance insurance carriers like more trust. They like more loyal people who are ready to pay their bills on time versus, you know, someone who's likely to go non-pay and someone who's likely to, you know, if the insurance score just goes into your whole profile that insurance carriers look at. So it is a, it is a rather important, you know, concept just, just to have it high, even when you're going for insurance, because a $300 difference is, is quite a bit. Absolutely, and just imagine that spreading across, you know, multiple lines of credit or other debt that you're carrying, right? If your credit is not up, you know, the highest, you're paying more for everything, right? And um, it it really adds up over time. Yeah. You know, I can't believe that time goes so fast. We're going to be talking about this going forward. But remember something. I always say this. You see how I have a team? Well, this team is important to me because when you put a winning team together, you put the right insurance person, you put the right mortgage company, you have the right real estate broker, and they talk to each other, okay? And they actually speak to each other so they all work together. Because when you're buying a home, the seller has an attorney, you have an attorney, the bank has their own attorney. So, you know, it's it's really a home run if you get a team, and that's why 
you'll find that no one that is on my team, there aren't people that I can work with and that I can talk to. And again, never feel stupid. I know sometimes when you're new to something or you don't really know, you say, oh, I can't ask another question. I sound like an idiot. They must think I'm so stupid. And that is totally not true. And these guys, I assure you, are willing to talk to you for as long as you need. And the more, like they say, information is valuable. Okay, uh, Peter. Uh, so should they call you also before, or you think that after they find the house? When's a good time? So you can always call us before, and we can, we're happy to give you quotes for houses that you may be potentially looking at. But... You know, it's always easier if you know the house that you want yeah. to buy first because we underwrite it based on the specific house. So, I mean, just to get the rates for each individual house, it won't take too much time, and I'm happy to give you those quotes. But definitely once we narrow in on the house and after we have a conversation, then I can help you so much more than if you're bringing me a couple houses to take a look at. I, I could agree with that's you more. We, um that's something we, we definitely, speak, when we speak to our, our customers, we say, hey, look, depending on the house you're purchasing, your insurance will be different, right? Um, where it's located, right, uh, Peter, you could be in a flood zone, right, which would trigger. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I don't even get that. I live a mile, you know, I mean, I live in, 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 in maybe a mile and a half, two miles from the water, and I'm always like, forget about it. I always have to get flood insurance, even though I don't really think we flood that much. I mean, there are occasions. But uh, it's really a good thing because you'd be surprised what's considered flood areas. <laughs> you'd really be surprised. Yeah, and, and you're right. <laughs> like you Tom, might think, uh, I'm not right next to the water. I'm not worried about flood insurance. Well, the lender is. No, <laughs> exactly. The person who put down most of the money is very concerned about the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so if you, I'm just going to sum it up, and then we're going to go into details going forward. And, 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 of course, we haven't even touched on insurance. We have to, you know, really talk about that in depth. But we're just trying to whet your appetite to give you a little knowledge so that you want more because we want you to be as knowledgeable as you can for one of the biggest purchases you'll probably ever make. So if you're new to buying a home, whether you're young or old, it doesn't matter, assess your needs. That's the first thing you should do. Um, how you like to live, and if you're buying it with someone, I would uh, strongly suggest that you talk together. I can't tell you how many people, in the end, of, in the end of the day, are fighting because one person wants one thing, one person wants something different. So it's kind of a good thing to do that if you're buying a home with somebody before. Do the math. Many people focus on the down table when they think of buying a home. We have a commercial. But I'm going to have to finish it. There are upfront costs that you need to think about. We'll do it right after the break. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.